Hey. hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. All right, shut the fuck up. Hello, everyone. We're here. It's season three, episode one. The first proper episode of Sean and Elliot Read the Bible. I'm Sean McLaughlin. Thank you for listening to this fabulous return of, I would say, a fabulous podcast. Elliot J. Fallows is still here. Hello there. Great. I'd also like to thank you, but I won't. Uh, in case you don't know, we are doing a live episode. We are, the live sh- show of this. Sean and Elliot read the Bible live. It's the big Old Testament special. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna uh, talk a lot about stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope you can come. Uh, we also hope that you can go to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be great. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of that. <laughs> um, it's at, where is it at? It's at the Bill Murray Pub in Angel, London, UK. Yes, on Sunday, November the 3rd. It is at 6.45. 6.45. Tickets are £5 mm-hmm. each. That's a bargain. Do you think so? I didn't know how to... I didn't know... I We just sort of said a fiver. Even I can afford a fiver. Well, you don't have to pay to get in. Please buy tickets. <laughs> no, but genuinely, you should come to it. I think it's going to be really great. We're going to go through loads of the stuff that we've talked about. There might be some special guests. There might be. Um, some, yeah. A lot of inside jokes. We'll mm-hmm. be there to sign babies and tits and whatever else you need. Yeah, bring your baby tits. Bring your baby's tits. <laughs> and your Bibles. Yeah. Do you think people might ask us to sign Bibles? I would love it if I could sign some Bibles. That would be great. Thank you very much. Um, so do buy tickets for that on... Is it Angel Comedy? Angel Comedy, yeah. We'll put a link in the description of the thing. We'll put a link in the description. Yeah. Right. I've always wanted to say that. I've never said that before. Okay, well... What if they don't know how to read, get to the description? Basically, look up Bill Murray Pub, Angel Comedy, Sunday the 3rd. Yeah. We're there, 6.45. It's going to be fun. It will be. It will be a lot of fun. And this is the last time we'll ever mention it. <laughs> Thank <laughs> won't you. Be plugging the hell out of this. Yes. Um, well, you never know. Maybe you'll, maybe they'll fly off the shelf. Might do. They might do. Um, we're talking about the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel and Daniel today. We're going to do, also do Daniel. It should be fun. Should be. Should be fun. Welcome back to the greatest story ever told about the Bible. What an appropriate theme song. <laughs> Loved it. Loved that choice. Yeah. I mean, you can say that about all of them, though, can't you? You can, but there's something special about that one. Yeah. Series three. It's got lions in it. This this episode's got lions. Three lions. Yeah, we're coming home because we're returning. We're what, home? We're coming home. See, it's perfect. <laughs> even put the joke in there for you. There's we a arranged, lot. Arra- I arranged it with Miss Petricor to land it perfectly. Um, Is there... We have a lot of non-UK listeners who might not know that song, though. We might do. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. Uh, and we're not going to explain it to you. No. We're not going to explain it to you. It's not for you. Well, it is for, for you. It is for you, but it's not f- from you. Yeah. Right? What? I don't know. <laughs> um, it's good to be back. That's the key thing. It's yeah. good to be back, Elliot. Your days on the ranch are over. I'm still living outdoors. Yeah. But that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just living on the land, and I've got the hat. Yeah. 
So I'm not an official cowboy, but I do have the training. Yeah, yeah. I think is where we where we landed. Um, my court case with Disney mm-hmm. rages on. Can't really go into it much further yeah. than that. At the live show, hopefully, actually, we should be getting the verdict of my trial at the live see show. See if you're guilty or not. See if I'm guilty or not. So there's a chance that's the final ever episode. Yeah, there's a chance. Um, but now we're just here. We've been up to fucking loads since the last series. Where was the last series? Uh, what, June, July, something like that? No. Yes, Surely it was. it was more far away than that. Uh, uh, May, I guess. Then, if you're going to make me just go backwards, well, I don't know. I thought it would be further away than that. I think it was. It was early June, and we recorded them earlier though, because mm. I was I got married. Yes, and then I got laid. You got fake married after that. Fake married after that. I was at that one. Yeah. What do you mean? I was at your fake marriage. Your it wasn't fake a wedding. fake marriage. It was a party. Yeah. It was a nice, fun wedding party. It was a wonderful wedding party. Did you have fun? I had a great time, yeah. You, f- you fucking did, didn't you? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yes, I did. I had a wonderful time. Yeah, had a wonderful night. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so, the uh, what else have you been up to? You drive now. I've just been in your car. We, went, we just went on a trip, a road trip, mm. listeners. Where to? The news agent. News agent to get some chocolate. Stop calling it chocolate. It's what? chocolate. We're cruising for chocolate. <sighs> Fuck, it's unbearable. It's absolutely <laughs> unbearable having you in the car screaming, going, wow, no! <laughs> that is what I said. That is what I said. I am Chip and or Dale. <laughs> How do you find driving? Are you enjoying it? I bought a car, listeners. That's the first thing you should know. I bought a car. I bought a Honda Jazz. Okay. Are we sponsored by that now? Mm, no. No, because you're about to tell everyone what happened to the car what? a week after you bought it. Well, it wasn't a week. A month after I bought it, it started shuddering a bit. Mm-hmm. And then I took it to a mechanic and it had a voltage issue. I don't know why people are acting like I've bought a lemon. It's a perfectly good car. It just had one part that needed replacing and now it's running like a dream. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, it was my nightmare. <laughs> I it was my say, fucking... I, having to deal with mechanics is my fucking nightmare. Because I know so little about cars. I know so little about how I'm meant to interact with it. I was just like, oh, God, fucking hell. So I did Click Mechanic. What's that? Is that it's, an app? Yeah, it's, well, it's, yeah, it's an app. Or no, it's more like an online service where they come to you. That's two, not on. Mm-hmm. And they came and then they had a look at the car... We're doing. We, I promise you, we're doing new jokes this series. That's the point. We, we are. We're doing lots new of jokes every series. They had a look at the car. They said, "There's two things that could be wrong with it. Only two. Everything else is perfect. So we'll try the cheap one. And if that doesn't work, we'll try the expensive one. And it was not the cheap one. Yeah, of course, it wasn't. So it was the expensive one. Yeah. It was annoying, but that's that's life. You know. It is. Sometimes you've got to take some punches in the dick. Sometimes you've got to have your face grabbed and dropped in the dirt. Okay. And sometimes you have to pay for a mechanic to fix your car. Well, yeah, sometimes you also have to do that. Fair enough. Uh, what have you been up to, Elliot? I faced an awkward encounter only earlier today. Oh, okay. Just before I came here. I was in a cafe eating a panini mm. and drinking a fruit smoothie. Wow. Yeah. Panini. Panini. You seem like someone who is, the. I would say, the... The core demographic for panini eaters, You'd think I would say, is you. I came to a realisation today that I can't eat sandwiches around people. Okay. Because it all goes everywhere. And I got I got ham on my dick. And it was hot. On oh. your bare penis? Uh, no, on my human penis. 
If that's the, if that's what you mean by new jokes, I really think we need to bring back the old ones. It's going to be a running gag. Which kid and the banger dead? We've got bare penis now. They're not dead. Um, they're, the, coming, they're coming to the Bill Murray 3rd of November. Yes, I was in a, I was in a cafe. In the table next to me mm. was a father and his, I'm going to assume, daughter. Mm-hmm. It's a young child, uh, a girl, mm-hmm. who for some reason had a lot of coins. She had a lot of money with her, like change. Yeah, did that make uh, you jealous? Yeah, kind of. And she was playing a very fun game called Throw Money Everywhere, <laughs> where the game seemed to be... She gets I much... I'm good at that game since I bought a car. <laughs> there you are. Yeah. She gets as much money as she can in her hands, then throws it in the air so it lands on the table and or floor and or other patrons' heads. Okay. And the dad's job is to act like this is fine, pick up all the money and just give it back to her, never at any point apologising to the handsome young man sitting nearby. Or to you. Yeah, right? And I was fume. I was like, I had a vein. I had my little head vein. No, of course you had a vein. Your, your dick was out. Damn right. That I get when, when I'm angry, I get the little head vein. Do you get that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've um, never seen that. Which which side of your head? The middle. It goes straight down the middle. You get a head vein down the middle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. I always wanted one of those. Just don't make me angry. Oh, no, you don't. It's, it shows up in pictures and stuff. No, I, 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 thought, I think it's very... Um, I think it's very distinguished, a head vein. Really? Yeah, I, I really think so. But I've already got other distinguishing features. I don't need that as well. Yeah, yeah. I've got yeah, a yeah. white streak in my hair. I've got big eyebrows. I don't need, the, I don't need a vein linking the two things. Well, so then what happened? I, I was going to say, do you mind not doing that, please? Yeah. Or like, can, can, it, like, can you yeah. please stop doing that? And instead, I, I, can't, I, don't, I can't confront people about things. I can yeah, never yeah, say yeah. what I want to say. Yeah. Uh, as proven by every time I go in the cinema, because there's fucking idiots sitting around me all the time. Um, so all maybe I did... you should stop seeing kids' films. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you should stop seeing films about superheroes and see adult films. It was actually It too. So yeah, it, that's a kids' film. No, it isn't. It is. You can see it. It's too scary for you. It's, uh, a, it's a kids' film. It's for, it's for idiots. It's got a clown in it. No, that's your point. Uh, <laughs> so the girl threw all the money in the air. About 11p hit me in the head. The dad went to pick all the co- coins up. I looked at him and I just went, I... Yeah, and then I just kept eating my pudding because <laughs> I just I couldn't I yeah. couldn't physically. I'm say, seeing the head vein, by the way. I'm I, starting cu- to see I it can't. As yeah, I can't continue anymore, please. And uh, he looked at me and I just went, I... and then I just kept eating. What? What did you do? Did you go I or did you go? I uh... know. Uh, I said I. I very much finished the word I. And what were you planning on saying? I. I. I think I said. What was going to be the final sentence say, in I... your head? In my head, I am a man and I deserve respect. I don't think I thought it all out. I imagine I'd probably say something like. I would like it if you stopped, please, or something like that. Yeah. I think because I knew the sentence would be wrong and because I didn't want them to respond to me. Mm. I just wanted I wanted to say my bit and then they stop. I don't want them to say, okay, sorry, yeah, or yeah, we yeah. will, or whatever. I just want I want it to just be over. Like that yeah. episode of The Twilight Zone when the kid just like magics people to do what he wants. Yeah, yeah. I just want that. That's what you want, yeah. Yeah, I want to sit in a cinema and the people next to me aren't eating five guys. And the people behind me aren't saying, have you seen the first one? And then explaining what happens in the first one during yeah. the film. Yeah. Or someone two rows in front of me filming it with his light on his fucking phone. Yeah. Arseholes. Yeah. This is why the cinema industry's dying, because Nick William deserves it. Anyway, I, that's what I've been up to, just being, just being angry at humanity. Yeah. I um, am with you in terms of, I never call people out on stuff, but I've got... Do you know what? Genuinely, I wonder, since I got married... Something's happened to me in the last six months where I've just got better at 
I don't know if it's age. Do you think you can stand up for yourself a bit more now? My bride. Your wife. My current... My wife! Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Borat's <laughs> going to be at the live show, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went to a music festival, yeah, last month. Mm-hmm. And during one of our favourite bands that we went to see, and I'd had a few drinks, so I think this may have been partly the reason why I did this, but this may shock you, because it certainly shocked her. There was some very annoying people talking taking selfies of themselves as the band were on near the front chatting amongst themselves and eventually i leaned in and i said listen to the podcast (laughs) shortly earlier season 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 three coming yeah coming soon yeah fine coming soon yes and they got it and they laughed they really laughed they go oh if it's more jokes like that we're happy for that that people don't get it i really don't think you get the joke though just, Can I just say that? When it comes to the coming stuff... It's a new series. It's a new series. Yeah, it is a new series, but I I just don't think you get it. Okay. When I say coming, I okay. don't mean like arriving. I mean like mm-hmm. like sperm out of the dick. Okay. We're doing more mature jokes now that we're doing a more mature season. So these, so, so these two, uh, these, these, well, I guess it would give up four or five okay. um, teenagers, I would say. Okay. Maybe early 20s. Okay. Really vapid nothing people. Okay. And I said to them... Will you guys shut up? <laughs> oh, not if you're like polite. No, like... I wasn't. I thought that was polite. Mm. But I think I'd had a few beers. Okay. I went, will you shut up, please? I think I said that. Yeah. I didn't say, would you please keep it down? You said you said the phrase shut up, which is never polite. No, you but You can also... say please shut up and it's still rude. But I also, I don't actually regret that because if I had said, please, would you mind keeping it down? That wouldn't have, it wouldn't have done it. Mm. I had to say to them, will you shut up? And you know what? They did. Great. And it kind of reinforced my faith in humanity. Because so, people tell me to shut up, I do. And I, and then, but a lot of people don't. I think a lot of people will think they're too good for it. I think what I think is... Uh, my new theory, I think, has become... Because I'm around these kind of people... Is this, is this a new segment, by the way? Elliot's theory? What my world is now. What, I think that because most of my problems come from people just being rude and impolite and thoughtless towards others around them... Most of your problems I've... come from that, do you think? What? Yeah. I wouldn't say that. I think so. I would, say most that. Of my I, I would not say that that is the cause of your problem. Most of my day-to-day shit is just other people being rude. Okay. I think I've overcompensated by being way too polite. <laughs> yeah. So now I can't exist in the world. Like, there's no middle ground. And I think that's what you've hit there, where you can just say, for the good of, for the good of humanity, shut up. Well, a lot of people said to me, a lot of strangers, as you went, well, well done, or well said. They did say that to me, which made me feel very good about myself. Th- that person is always the hero. Yeah. Like, I always respect the person who tells someone to be quiet. Yeah. But it's just, it's never going to be me. But I think it was also, it was such a slam dunk. And I think it will be you. I think you'll pro- you'll be surprised. How... One day I'll get there. Because eventually, you just, ha- you just have to, you have to do it. You just have to fucking... You just can't put up with that shit your whole life. Because it's not even shit. It's nothing. Mm. I'm not going to tell someone with... I'm not gonna, I don't know, this, it's all within reason. But what am I going to do? And I, I, think that's the, I think that's the fear. Like, I came so close in the cinema and in the cafe. But my worry is like, oh, what if I am wrong? What if people should be able to come to the cinema and just chat? Or like, just bring in whatever food you want? No, but also... But I feel like if I turned around, if I was the one to go, I'm sorry, can you be quiet, please? Someone else would tend to be me like, shut up. <laughs> like, you're wrong. You, they just want to have fun. Yeah, yeah. 
I bet you would say it in a weird way, though. I bet you would stand up and make a five-minute speech. I'm begging that's your the, pardon. That, that, that's <laughs> I think you would probably do it wrong. I reckon you would stand up and just go, listen, in this crazy world, there are a few things in life that we can hold on to that are safe. Oxford English Dictionary <laughs> defines silence. <laughs> that is the, that is the archetypal long speech about to happen yeah. is when they start with a dictionary definition dictionary quote yeah okay uh, dictionary quotes coming uh, at the live show by the way 3rd of November yeah yeah preview of the new series <laughs> of Sean Elliott read the dictionary Oxford English Dictionary defines that. that's a, such a good idea for a podcast well read the dictionary so much better than this okay because we could just go through all the different definitions well we're not a million miles away from the end of the bible so not a million miles gotta get a new book Um. yeah gotta get a new book mm. Um, good for you for not standing up for yourself. I think you going, I is... That's, I'm nearly there. Uh, no, though. No. I think you're further away than if you hadn't said anything. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So it's commit or don't bother. What is what is you going, I? I it's like, oh, I, I was this close to just telling them, but then I, I thought I'd do it wrong, so I stopped halfway through. Well, good for you. You're a big, strong man. <laughs> I'm a big boy, a man. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> and if you want to see these big men, come to the live show. I would not define myself mm. as a big man. Um, yes, do come to the live show. Mm. Uh, anything else to report? Have we had any emails? Uh, do we bl- still check the email? No, but we should start telling people to, to go for it. Email us. Read, go, read go the Bible it. pod. Read the Bible pod at gmail.com. Read the Bible pod at gmail.com. Mm. We'll do maybe some, we'll read out letters or something at the live show. Yeah, we've had some smashing tweets and reviews recently as well. Yeah, thank you for all those. I love how in on the joke everyone is. I love it. And they're all five stars. Yes. Which is good. Yes. I mean, genuinely though, a constructive three is always no, welcome. No, 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 no. If always welcome. You review as a five star and come to the live show, we won't reference it, we won't reward you with anything. Okay. I just um, need them to know that. Should we get merch for the live show? We can get some merch. Should we get some mugs? Yeah. Should can people start buying Sean and Elliot read the Bible mugs? Mugs, do you think? Mugs? That, it's kind of on brand for us, isn't it? What, mugs? Yeah. Because that's for a couple of mugs. Yeah. I think she has something weird like a balaclava. <laughs> a balaclava with Sean and Elliot read the Bible written on their head. <laughs> Sam- samurai sword. Sean and Elliot. Imagine that. <laughs> the police will call us up one day. Yeah, well, a samurai sword with your podcast image on it is now the murder weapon <laughs> in a serious case. I think that's probably it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it is. It is. Um, right. Should we go balls deep into the book of Ezekiel? Totes. Yeah? Mm. Okay. Okay, brand new Bible stuff. Never before discussed issues, topics of, of of the good book, the holy book. Would you say that these issues and topics have never been discussed? It's about the fall of Jerusalem. <laughs> God damn it. We are so close to this bit of the Bible being over, though. We're so close. I think the book of Ezekiel might be the last big bit that covers this. It is, but the magic of this one is that it isn't like Jeremiah and Isaiah and all those because it does have some interesting stuff peppered throughout, which we're going to go over. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's about so basically, Babylon if... taking over, but dot, 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 some other stuff. It's actually like a not shit one. So yeah. do do keep listening, listeners. Mm. Well, I mean, there's some shit, but we'll get onto that. 
<laughs> it's some shit. It certainly is. Oh, right. right. Let me read the first paragraph to... Um, that's as far as I got, by the way, when I was reading the whole thing. Brilliant, that's fine. In the 30th year, in the fourth month of the fifth day, while I was among the exiles of the Kibar River, the heavens were opened and I saw visions of God. And with that, Sean and Elliot read the Bible... The home of witty banter Ugh. is back. Here we go. That's officially our uh, motto, by the way. We are the home of witty banter. We are the home of witty banter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was homeless for a while, and now it's the home of witty banter. Yeah, it had a home, lost its home. Now it's got another home. We've taken it. It's ours now. <laughs> so yeah, this is Ezekiel talking on his 30th birthday about how God came down in what I'm going to describe as the Godmobile. Well, it, yeah, we'll sort of set the scene. Ezekiel is... Uh, Babylon has taken over. Mm-hmm. He is amongst the exiles, the exiled Israelites. The first wave. So there's still some in Jerusalem. Yeah. But then the first group of people were taken by the Babylonians to Babylon. Yes. In the first stage of the conquering. And the book of Ezekiel is written sort of in the first person, which Mm -hmm. if people don't know, uh, that means they say I and me instead Mm. of him or her. Or her. Or her. her. If you were to put it in computer games terms, first person shooter. Okay is when you see the gun, mm-hmm. but from the back of the gun. So it looks almost like you're walking around with the gun in yeah. the middle. I mean, like, no one would ever carry the gun like that. So and then third-person shooter, yeah. which is what a lot of the Bible is, mm-hmm. is like you can see the person with the gun yeah. from behind their, them. Yes. You see the whole person. Yes. And also the gun. Yes. But first-person shooters, okay. just the gun. Yes. Or a fist. Okay. Is that a good way of putting it? Yes. I guess so. Yeah. And by I guess so, I mean first person Elliot guess so. Yeah. Yes. And if you were to say third person, mm-hmm. I'd say, do you understand what I mean, Elliot? How would you respond? Who was the third person? Who was the third person? Yeah. Adam's the first person. Eve's second person. Yeah. And then the third person is Cain. It honestly feels like 10 years since we talked about the book of Genesis. Doesn't it, though? It yeah. feels, for, I mean, it's forever. It is, it is a long time ago. Over a year ago. Yeah. How the fuck are we still on the Old Testament? We're nearly not, though. Oh, we're nearly not. Yeah. Anyway, Ezekiel, um, as Elliot has said, is just sitting around, yep. moping around, actually. He's sad because Jerusalem is, is falling. Yeah. I don't think he's that sad about it. He seems fine. I think and then he sees a vision of God. In his transport, we're seeing God in his, in his automobile. Yeah. And it's, in, it's insane. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's what I assume drugs is like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of like sort of wild hallucinogenic imagery in both of these books. Yes. The first one, I think what's interesting is he goes, I looked and I saw a windstorm coming out of the north, an immense cloud with flashing lightning and surrounded by brilliant light. So it's very cool. Uh, at the centre of the fire looked like glowing metal, and the fire was what looked like four living creatures. In appearance was that of a man, but they each had four faces and four wings. Bro, and that not, ain't a man. Yeah, it's nothing like a man. <laughs> you you are, do not have a good enough vocabulary to be writing a story. <laughs> yeah. Look at that four-faced, winged <laughs> demon with hoofs, a lion's head, an ox's head, an eagle's head, and a man's head. Yeah. Looks just like a man. Looks just like a man. Whoa, that man. It's got a giant M. And then it says McDonald's. And people are <laughs> in it. What a weird man. <laughs> Looks like a man. Oh, my gosh. Imagine le- it's described everything as a man. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it describes them under their wings. They had four sides. They had the arm, hands of a man. 
All four of them had faces and wings. Each of their wings touched each other. Ooh, Fair enough. Nice. Uh, each one went straight ahead. They did not turn as they moved. And then it goes into their faces, and it does all of that stuff. Yep. Um, and they're all carrying a giant throne. They're carrying something. It's like they're within the cloud holding a massive throne. Yeah, and there are wheels. I mean, it... it there it, are also wheels, yeah. There are wheels. But it's flying. I think that's the first time we've heard wheels mentioned in the Bible. Is this the say? invention of... Maybe that's how the wheel... Is is cave, a caveman happening, and that just happened off, off screen, and it's like, oh, we got this new invention from the cavemen. Do... I don't do, know the times. Do you think the cavemen invented the wheel? Yeah, right, that's the classic... Flintstone story, isn't it? That Grief, Elliot. Caveman invented the wheel. That's like a famous thing, isn't it? Well, I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. You want? You want? You want to know my my theory? Go on. I don't even know if the wheel has been invented. <laughs> oh my god! Ugh. Oh god! Is that you doing philosophy? Now, Ugh. here's here's a cool bit. Oh my god! <clears throat> so he's seen this. Ugh. All right, ease it up. Ugh. So, so Ezekiel is seeing this device mm-hmm. and then he says can we call it the god copter please well we don't know it's a god copter yet it's just a copter we're about to find out it's about to find out whose copter it is very vaguely <clears throat> something i saw that from what appeared to be his waist up he looked like glowing metal as if full of fire and that from there down he looked like fire a brilliant light surrounding him mm. i honestly think that he has seen the Terminator and it's gone back too far. Oh, you think it's not God? I don't think it's God. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger, was it T100, uh-huh. has got what glowing full metal yeah. and fire beneath. That isn't. That is exactly how it could appear. Yeah, that isn't how God's been described before. I've never heard God described like this before. Well, yeah, well, it is very vague. The phrase that's used to describe what this is is yeah. it was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. She's like too far away from saying that is God. It's like, yeah. it kind of looks a bit like something I maybe recognise yeah. as being a bit God. I really think it's the Terminator has come back. <laughs> Do you think it's the Terminator? I really think it's the Terminator. Well then, let's just say it is, baby. It's the Terminator. You heard it here first. What a coup. What a coup. The Terminator is back. I need your scroll, your sandals, and your camel. That's actually solid banter I just That's did. That's okay. That's that, good banter. That's why they call us the home of witty banter. That is witty banter. <laughs> it's a great that. impression. Yeah, they call us that. Yeah. The highest of all comedy forms. So, this man, whoever this person is, this mm-hmm. Terminator, said to him, Son of man, stand up on your feet and I will speak to you. So basically he says to Ezekiel, I'm God. Sure. You're now going to say what I want you to say. You're going to spread the word that I want you to spread. But he does it in the best possible way. He says... <clears throat> Son of man, eat what is before you. Eat this scroll. Yes. So God's written a scroll with his prophecy on it. Yeah. And says, I want you to tell people like this prophecy. And the way I want you to read it is to just eat it. Okay. And so this is the direct quote from the Bible. Son of man, eat this scroll I'm giving you and fill your stomach with it. So I ate it and it tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth. That's not how you read. I... Don't think this guy is a reliable source. I think he might be some kind of village dunce. Yeah. Ezekiel is a lazy fuck. He's just sitting alone by a riverbank. If he's given a book, he eats it. And he likes the taste like some kind of sick pervert. Gee whiz, mister, I saw this weird man. He he had five wings. And then I ate a scroll, mister. God then says, or whoever, Terminator, 
Do you not think? Well, it's probably God. We'll go on the assumption it's God just to help things along, but I'm I'm putting an asterisk next to it. Yes. Let's say in this book, at least, God is younger Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Not CGI'd younger Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. He offers three techniques for Ezekiel to spread the word that Jerusalem will fall. Mm. And they are the three most batshit fucking techniques you've mm. ever heard. One of them in particular... But God also prefaces this by saying, if you tell people this prophecy, they won't listen and believe you because they're all rebels and they don't believe in me anymore. So is this when the spirit has lifted Ezekiel yes. and carried him to, is it Jerusalem? It's back to Babylon. Back to Babylon. I think he's warning the people of Babylon that the people they've left behind are about to be taken over. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a warning to the Israelites that are left. Yes. But he has been literally taken up, t- carried. Sometimes he gets flown away somewhere. On the yeah, he gets flown away. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's not like the Terminator wouldn't have a spaceship or a flying ship. No. It's not like that. No? No. God okay. has definitely done this sort of shit before. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Sort of weird fucking Christmas Carol shit. <laughs> Um, yes, so there are three things that he gets asked to do. Elliot, do you want to go over them? Sure. Can I just say, by the way, this is so confusing. The way, like, it's never really explained why God wants him to do any of these things. And I watched a video on YouTube that tried to explain it, Mm. and it felt like the person explaining it was projecting a bit. Because it didn't make any sense. Well, no, it doesn't. Well, this is meant to be written from Ezekiel's standpoint, so if we do think he's some kind of idiot, it's just because no one's proofread this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's gone over it. So the first technique to warn the people, uh, the Israelites, about the fall of Jerusalem is to make a little model, <laughs> make a little model of Jerusalem we out of not, like tile and stone. We are not making this up. Make a little city model and be like, this is Jerusalem. Gather everyone around and then smash it up like Godzilla and go, see, <laughs> Jerusalem's going to be destroyed. Imagine God comes to you. And this... says, in order for you to warn the human race about their destruction, yeah. you need to do a puppet show. This stinks need... of prank, doesn't this it? This stinks of prank. Speaking of stink, <laughs> the second way is the most insane thing. Yes. So what he wants Ezekiel to do is to lie on his side for, what is it, like 300 and something days? Is okay, it? lie on your left side, put the sin of the house of Israel upon yourself. Mm-hmm. Bear their sin for the number of days you lie on your side. I have assigned you the same number of days as the years of their sin. So for 390 days. So for 390 you, days of sinning. You'll just lie on your side. Yeah. So yeah. you have to... That's, like, that's over a year. Just, yep. just to get that... Just to really get that across. Yep. And it's the not... man who has just made the little model is mm-hmm. now lying on his side for a year. And it's not the only thing he has to do. Because no. then after that, he has to make a very specific meal for himself all the time. Yep. Uh, which basically comes down to putting things in a pot and then creating bread. Well, that's what So we know what that means. It's putting yes. wheat and grain and barley and ejaculating into a pot. Yeah. He's making cumbread. He's making cumbread. He's making the, the classic meal that we know from, from before. Yeah. There uh, will be cumbread available uh, at the live show, by the way. Certainly, certainly will. Absolutely. Lovely, salty, soggy bread. And uh, cooking some meat alongside that and having some uh, water, just mm-hmm. a big meal. And thou shalt eat it as barley cakes. And thou shalt bake it with dung that cometh out of man in their sight. So he's saying, he's saying, while you're cooking this meal, get everyone to gather around, get someone to shit on the floor, burn the shit, cook the food over the burnt shit, and then eat it in front of everyone. Yeah. And then that will say to them, <laughs> Jerusalem is about to fall. 
That will teach them a lesson. Remember, though, they won't listen. They won't listen. <laughs> they won't pay attention because they're rebels, not because it's too abstract. Now, to be fair to Ezekiel, at this point, mm-hmm. he does say, I, I don't want to do this. Sure. I've never defiled myself. From my youth until now, I've never eaten anything found dead or torn by wild animals. No unclean meat has ever entered my mouth. He also, I think he very cleverly avoids saying, I've never eaten shit and I'm not going to start now. Strange metal man. <laughs> exactly. And so God says, very well, I will let you bake your bread over cow manure instead of human excrement. That is a genuine quote from the Bible. Yes, it is. Isn't that great? That that is a quote from the fucking Bible. I love how much poop is in the Bible. As... I, I love that they're trying to be mature this season after everything that happened in the last one. Yeah. But it's not making it easy. It's not making it easy. A lot easy. of poop in this. So, the final thing God mm-hmm. asks Ezekiel to do is to take a sharp sword, use it as a barber's razor, shave your head and your beard, take a set of scales, and divide up the hair yep. into three bits. Okay. This is as mad as the others. This, yeah, this is more outwardly seeming like Ezekiel's just gone crazy. Well, he's, he's acting like Howard Hughes or something. Yeah. He's, he's gone cra- I mean, I'm surprised it isn't like, pee into these milk bottles, keep the pee in a row. <laughs> yeah. This will teach them about taxes. <laughs> exactly. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, he, ta- he wants you to take a third of the hair uh, and strike it with a sword all around the city. Scatter a third of the hair to the wind. Uh, and when the days of your siege come to an end, burn a third of the hair and fire it inside the city i mean i can't even remember i've got it written down what this means but i mean apparently it means uh a third of your people a third of the people will die of the plague uh, a third will fall by the sword and a third i will scatter to the winds and pursue with the drawn sword i really think that god shouldn't have asked him to eat that scroll he should have just said read it give the scroll out (laughs) photocopy this for me please that's crazy. And also that... Imagine if he just ate the scroll straight away and God was like, all right, we've got to plan B. We've got to plan B. I have not eaten unclean meat or... Sh- oh, a book! <laughs> You've eaten a scroll though, mate, haven't you? Yeah. You've eaten my scroll. I spent ages writing that. God. Um, I imagine you trying to be a novelist and you send it... You send it to send a publisher. Your <laughs> just eat it. Do you like it? Oh, it tasted great. <laughs> it tasted funny. So the remaining Israelites in Jerusalem, they'll mm. split into three. Some will die of disease, disease, some will be killed. The rest he'll let run away, and then he'll just kill them. That's insane. Like, I yeah. will scatter them to the wind and then chase them down with my sword. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's like a, what a psychopath would do. Yeah, well... He'd let them go and then go, eh, change my mind. I mean, it's... It's it's classic it's God. God. It's, it's old... classic God. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, you need to know God has done this a lot. Old Testament God loves this stuff. He's been yeah, yeah. He's he's an unreliable guy. And so God flies away on his helicopter. Yeah. Symbolizing not being there anymore. Yes. Not being a part of their lives. Yes. God is basically saying he's going into exile as well as the people. Which is why he's not in Jerusalem now, he's in Babylon by the river. Yeah. By the rivers of Babylon. Oh, my God. What have we just stumbled upon here? Guys, I think this goes all the way to the White House. I think it might. So now an angel or a divine hand of some kind yeah. like, grabs Ezekiel from the insides. Sarah Connor. Sure. And uh, he is, like, blasted into an imaginary dreamscape of, a t- of, the, of the temple in Jerusalem. Yeah, it's like a... To see um... what they're doing now. It's like he's in, um, he's got a VR set put on him. It's exactly what it is. It's like a virtual reality tour of a temple. Yeah. 
And, uh, and as, as we said, he's finger-blasted there. He absolutely is. Ezekiel now goes round the temple and basically... I mean, that's the thing. It's never made clear whether he's actually brought there literally or if it's all a vision. Well, all of it. Like, even the eating the shit and stuff. Yeah. It's just like God tells him to do this stuff. But then it's not confirmed that he actually does any of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You never know whether it's real or not. But no. I, but you assume it is because of how everyone acts. It wouldn't no, go into... Not to add one too many references on this, but it's kind of Inception. It's Terminator. It's Inception. I've you don't never know what's met, real I've anymore. I've never, never seen Inception. No, I don't bother. Why? Overhyped shit. Is it? Oh, yeah. Do you think so? Oh, yeah. What's your biggest problem with Inception? It's just, it's just not as good as people say. It's just because everyone loved it so much that when I watched it, it was just the most... It's the most average fucking film. Oh, well, really? And at the time, it's one of those ones everyone's really jizzing over, like yeah. Avatar. Yeah. 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 You're such a contrarian, aren't you? Why? I just think you're a contrarian. No, I've got very strong opinions, and I'll always stick with them. Okay. Okay. I don't... I've never said I love Avatar. I don't have Avatar t-shirts, and I haven't bought all the toys. There will be Avatar t-shirts available at the live show, by the way. I cannot speak Navi. <laughs> Do people speak Navi? Diasto! Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I anyway. hope that wasn't a real language and I didn't say anything offensive there. I bet you did. If I did, then I'm sticking to it. I agree with whatever opinion I just exhibited. Diasto! That's <laughs> yeah, what, that's, diasto. You're sticking with that, are you? Yeah, it's right, Navi. I'm going to go to Google. All right. We'll check, it, we'll check it in the Google, break. We'll tran- check it in the break. Google Translate. No, just in case. We'll check it in the break. Oh, oh, fuck. No. What does it mean? What does it mean? Oh, ho, 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 baby. Crap, what race do I hate? Well, Wait, but- no, go to a break. Sluts, we're back. Yeah, sluts. <laughs> and non-sluts. Uh-huh. I'm sure we get plenty of both listening to this. Probably. Who no, would but... you rather come to the live show? Sluts or non-sluts? I want, an e- I want a 50-50 mix. 50-50 mix. So that everyone tones each other down. Yeah. And you yeah, all... Yeah. I want half the audience to marry the other half. Do you? And I want us to officiate during the live show. Good grief. Like a cult. Um, so basically, if you are coming to the live show, you've got to get there early mm. because as soon as we get one more slut than we need, they're out. They are. They're out. And Sorry, slut. Unless you can change your slutty ways ASAP. Nothing wrong with being a slut. Or Nothing, not we, being are not, a slut. we are not slut shaming. No. And we're not, not slut shaming. I mean, we've both been sluts. I don't know what you're talking about. No, me neither. Uh, so Ezekiel, um, um, so Ezekiel, um, at this moment is going around. I hate that character you do sometimes. What character? The guy who's like, like you. It's like you're, it's kind of a parody of. Do you mean when I'm happy? No, you're not happy. You're going. Oh, well, is it? You do this parody of like a person who's intelligent and making a comment. Um, I don't know what you mean. So <laughs> it's, it's so much more obnoxious in person than all. He does this thing with his eyes when he does it, listeners. I can't explain it to you, but it's un- it's insufferable. I'm not doing anything with my eyes. You're going, oh, uh. no, I'm not doing anything with my eyes. All right. I don't really know what you're talking about. Oh. <sighs> You'll be seeing those eyes at the live show, and we'll get booze. I'm actually trying to be efficient, so should we just carry on with the story? Shall we just read the Bible with our eyes and carry on with the story? Thank you. I want to know what happens to Ezekiel. Okay. And so does the audience. 
Don't you, audience? No. Okay. So Ezekiel, after you're like a you're like a you're like a uh, somebody who was turned down of a Blue Peter presenter's job. I would and never now be you're just down. doing it on the street. You're just hosting Blue Peter on the street. I could host Blue Peter on the street. Yeah. 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 Pay me for it. We'll host Blue Peter for food. <laughs> on a side. I will do that. Would you be? You, do you think you'd be a good Blue Peter presenter? No. 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 Why not? The dogs would freak me out. I, I'm happy with dogs. I like dogs, but I don't want to work. They'd be very dog well trained. Dogs le- legging it around. Peter. They'd be very well trained. I guess they'd be fine. Which what? Karaoke. That's the ones when I was a kid. Karaoke. Is that what they're called? That was the name of the dogs, and there oh, was a cats weird. as well. Maybe they were the cats. What were they called? I don't know. I don't probably Karaoke. Probably fucking. I don't know. Probably. What's fucking. another two? What's a funny word that they? Maca and Rainer. Oh, Macarena. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd have called it um, Fuck Tom and... Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fuck Tom and Jerry. And uh, if they are listening, stand by it. Who's listening? What, the dogs from Blue Peter? No, Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry? Yeah. Oh, no, I've got nothing against Tom and Jerry. Oh, okay. No. Well, we should fucking read a newspaper. Okay, so at this point, Ezekiel... Well, what have they been up to? Oh, you don't want to know. The, the the mouse and the cat. Uh, yeah, the things that used to entertain children back in the day. Yeah, having caught out doing some stuff. Have I? Yeah, this isn't like that Smith thing. I will put on record and say that Tom and Jerry are paedophiles. Oh man, what will thing? You know when there were two podcast hosts who maybe a couple of episodes ago might have been suggesting that somebody might have been a paedophile. No, I don't. I don't remember that at all. Me neither. Yeah. So Ezekiel. Well, is as in a, as in. <laughs> When you say paedophile, you mean like a nonce or a vance? A vance? Yeah. You're trying to say these two people trying to bag a vance. Okay. What's bag a vance? The legend of bag a vance, 1998. I don't know what that is. (sighs) Will Smith plays a golf instructor. (laughs) (laughs) So Ezekiel is walking around after his visions, telling everyone that they're going to be destroyed. Yeah. He's 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 being a full blown Brexit fearmonger. Sure. No, he's not. I mean, he's 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 fearmongering in the way that some people fearmonger. Okay, okay, yeah. not specific to Brexit. No, I mean, I don't think he's talking about how you know. Let's not date the podcast. Let's let's not date the podcast. I mean, yeah, this... yeah. Let's talk about this timeless issue of the fall of Jerusalem and Babylon. <laughs> <laughs> let's it's... not date the podcast. Well, I mean, what do you mean? Let's not date the podcast. Well, when this comes out, currently as it stands, Brexit's going to happen in like two weeks. Yeah, but it might not. Yeah. So, if it, if it all comes to nothing, I don't really want to be like. You want this to be a timeless podcast? Yeah. All right. I want well... people to find this in ten years' time after we've been caught out of being pedophiles. <laughs> They'll never catch me. <laughs> well, oh, my Honda Jazz. Oh, no. If, if goes, they, it goes 120 miles an hour. If they take me down, I'm I'm bringing you with me. Well, how are you bringing... How? How? You've already made it clear you will never, ever rock the boat in any social situation. You're going to shout, I, and then go to your shell. I! <laughs> it's a confession. Ezekiel is telling people from other kingdoms, and he's warning them that Babylon will take over. The nearby kingdoms. So that's what, like, Egypt and shit. Yeah, he who's he lay into? There's a big list of all the people he lays into. Mm. At one point, mm-hmm. Ezekiel, through God, sort of has a go at the mountains. Okay. I mean, that is one of the weirdest bits. He has a go at the shepherds, he has a go at all the other people, mm-hmm. all the people for being rude. And at one point he goes, 
You mountains are terrible. <laughs> you provide food and water to all the enemies. You go, don't have a go. I mean, there's a limit to what you can have a pop at, isn't there? He's lost his rocks. He's lost his rocks. Yeah. Uh, again, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, when the people of Israel were living in their own land, they defiled it by their conduct and their actions. Their conduct was like a woman's monthly uncleanness that's, in my sight. That's not okay. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. Get with the times. It's not the 80s. It's not the 80s. So, the Valley of Dry Bones, blah, 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 son of man. So, they're all going to be destroyed by Babylon, is his warning. Yeah. It's basically saying that kingdoms will fall. Yes. But then comes a little slither of hope towards the end of the Ezekiel story. Yeah. Because we start to see how people will be saved by God. And it's in the kind of coolest and kind of laziest way possible that the Bible's ever done anything. Yeah. So it's saying that the people of Israel are like lifeless corpses on the ground. God shows Ezekiel this vision and Mm -hmm. goes, what do you see here? And Ezekiel says, I see a fuck ton of bones, God. Yeah. I'm not going to, there's no, there's no two ways about it. I see a fuck ton of bones. I mean, I'm a fucking dunce. I eat scrolls, and even I can see these are fucking birds. Yeah, we don't know they we don't know they are because he is so thick. He's so thick they could be. I mean, they could be fish. Tamarind. Yeah, but he thinks they're both. <laughs> He's probably the thickest character we've come across. What Ezekiel? Yeah, yeah. What do you? He and must... also the th- the thickest character that we've met on this journey reading the Bible. Yes, 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 yes. We are back. We're doing new jokes, and we're... we're being mature now. Okay. Um. So anyway, Ezekiel. Says to God, what? What's with all these bones, God? What's? Why, why brought me to Bonesville? Why? Why am I to look at your bones, God? <laughs> the thing is, you know that it's awful. This character, bones, said Ezekiel, and God replied, "Yep, I can't keep up the character because I hate him as well. Yeah, because it's just a part of me, and I hate me. So God." says that these bones and lifeless beings are just the pe- are the people of Israel without God in their lives. Right? Yeah. I mean, he says it's a metaphor, but it, it, it goes, this is a representation of them. But you go, well, it, it is them, though. Mm. They are bones. They are You've bones. been very, very braggy and public about how you're going to fucking kill them all and you're going to hunt them all down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why you're going against a metaphor. You are going to do you're gonna, this. This is, this is what you want to do. This is this was your big vision, God. And also... the. Them trying to be symbolic and metaphorical earlier in the Ezekiel story yeah, is like, eat your own shit, and that means that Jerusalem's going to fall. So now it's like, this is too... It's too obvious a metaphor for it to be that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's like, oh, here's a valley of bones. It represents that it's going to rain tomorrow, or something like that. Like, yeah. that. That's more likely what he means. So God shows Ezekiel these bones and mm-hmm. says, son of man, can these bones live? At which point Ezekiel must be like, I, I fucking hate shit for you, man. I I'll just do whatever you say. He hardly knows what's going on in I'll, a coherent I'll, situation. I'll, 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 I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Say, basically, he says to him, say to the bones... Prophecy upon these bones. Prophecy says. upon these bones, and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. How about no, God? <laughs> How about I won't do that? What's this personality? How about... How are you allowed to do characters? How about don't do that? <laughs> Cool, dude. So as I prophesied, as I was commanded, Uh and as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, 
and the bones came together, bone to bone. Oh, yeah. So they were coming together. Okay, okay, okay. okay bone okay. Yep, 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 to yep, yep, bone. Yep, 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 that's yep, that's, that's yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we can see. We can see. Tip to tip. That's fine. Tip to tip. Sure, 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 sure. I looked and mm-hmm. tendons and flesh appeared on them and skin covered them. So it's a hardcore skeleton fuck sesh. It is. So it's much, a hard, so yeah. They're, be- they're becoming alive now. But there was no breath in them. So they can't be that alive. Okay. Then he said to me, prophecy to the breath prophecy son of man and say to it this is what the sovereign lord says sovereign yeah how about britain becoming sovereign okay this is a brexit allegory is it must be fine so he said to me son of man these bones are the whole of israel they say our bones are dried up <laughs> it's probably the only thing that's dried up <laughs> well, and our hope is gone we are cut off then the bones come to life they do like little skeleton soldiers like army of darkness so what's going on with this so god takes all the bones and says we can just bring them back and we'll make them better yeah and he does it in his old-fashioned way by just breathing into them like he used to with adam and eve yeah so he's saying these basically these these skeletons they are having full sex sure but they're not yet living israelites until i breathe into them i need to give them all Heavy mouth to mouth. Yes. Yeah. So he wants to join in. I think he wants a part of it. He wants to get in on he it. He wants to get in on it. Sure. This is the next bit that I, I've got a lot of notes here. This is this is a bit where he talks a lot about sticks. Did you read this bit? <laughs> oh, this is the bit you've got a lot of notes yeah. on. I find sticks. <laughs> if you right. were to ask me in this book which bit you had the most to talk about, I would have guessed the valley of bones or eating shit, but you have decided to go with the sticks. Right. Okay. Uh, Son of man, take a stick of wood and write on it. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Belonging to Judah and the Israelites associated with them. Then take another stick of wood and write on it, Ephraim's stick. When your countrymen ask you, won't you tell us what you mean by this? God. Old old (laughs) shit-eating bone fucker. What a prankster God has become in his madness. Say, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I'm going to take the stick of Joseph and the stick of Ephraim and all of the Israelites associated with him and join it to Judah's stick, making them a single stick of wood. And they will become one in my hand. Hold before their eyes the sticks you've written on and say to them, this is what the Lord says. So he gets two sticks and makes it one stick. He gets two sticks, he sticks them together. I really think at some point, this book needs an edit because I get it. We can cut this bit out. Can't I we? get it. Yeah, I get it. You've done so it with many the bones. Times you've you've done it with this that. metaphor. I fucking get it. You're yeah. going to get all the sticks back together. Then get this. I will make them one nation in the land on the mountains of Israel. There will be one king over all of them, and they will never again be two nations or be divided into two kingdoms. Oh, I don't know how much you watch the news, Elliot, but that is pretty much the exact opposite of what's going on right pretty now. Pretty much. Uh, then, your favourite bit. My favourite bit. So this is how God is going to save Israel, and it's introducing God's first major nemesis yeah in like the opposite of god and it's not the devil yeah who is a character we've briefly met before yeah this because is... also they've had nemeses but mo- mainly in sort of the earthly realm yes like people have got enemies that are but this is god's actual god's foe. actual enemy who's kind of real so it's, it's so there's yeah. a prince of magog yeah and he is called gog <laughs> as in g-o-g yeah. One lesser of God. We, yeah, Gog. Gog. You have, don't, do not adjust your podcast. Yes. 
the Prince of Magog is called Gog. Yeah. And then the Bible basically describes Gog as being a symbolic amalgamation of all the nations' evil put together. Mm. So all the evil in the world brought into one being called Gog, mm. who also is a Prince of Magog. Yes. And Gog is just like this creature, this evil being, like a warrior... <laughs> Who is everyone evil in the world combined, including all the people we've met before, like all the violent, gross people. Yeah. (laughs) And God says he will find Gog and his (laughs) armies, destroy them by destroying part of the world. Like, the earth will crack open, the army will fall in, everyone will be set on fire. Yeah. And then God and Gog will fight on the battlegrounds, and Gog will be destroyed. Yeah. But again... It's not saying it has happened. It's just, this will happen. Yeah. Gog is kind of symbolic, but it is also a thing. And Gog and God are going to fight. They are going to fight to the death. They are. Uh, God and Gog. God and Gog, Do everyone. you think... Second draft it, Ezekiel. And just I'm with one more name. I honestly think it would have been better... Yeah. ...if they'd called it Wagod. Something like that. Wagod. Like Waluigi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Or like, I don't know. Anti-God. Yeah. He's anti-God. Dog. Just flip it all the way around. Yeah, dog. Whoa, it's the opposite of God. Gog is so lazy. Gog. I mean, imagine if you were called mm. Eliog. I already do imagine that sometimes. <laughs> Eliog has a leather jacket and a big penis and many, many partners. And he's and he's cool and he's he knows French and Italian. Mm-hmm. And... And one day, I'll defeat him in the battleground, and everyone will say, Elliot's cool! Elliot! Elliot! Elliot's our hero! Yay! And then Sean will put his hand on my shoulder and say, you know what? I am proud of you. And and I'll smile, and I'll say, that f- I'll say fuck you, Eliog. And then I'll look up, and I'll see Eliog's mother, and she's crying, because everyone has a mother. Most people do. Eliog will be appearing at the live show. You will do, cool persona. So you'll be meeting Eliog, don't you worry about it. You're listening to Sean Elliot read the Bible, by the way. Big penis he's got. Sean, Sean Elliot, read, read the, the Bi- Bible. Read the Bible. Read the the Bible. home of witty banter. It's so witty and so banter. Um, so then after Gog is defeated mm. and lays dying in the ground, mm. a new paradise will emerge where the new beings that have been created, the new Israelites, can love God and follow the rules and the messianic king will be there to look after everyone. Well, yeah, the new David. That's what they keep talking the about. The new David. The is new called. David. It yeah. keeps coming around. Yeah, it's going to be like the new David. Yes, so David's descendants are still carrying on. Yeah. And we'll meet one soon. Who? So he's uh, shown all that. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel has shown the new temple. Yeah. He sees it all. Keep in mind that all of this may just be in this poor bastard's head. <laughs> he might be. I mean, genuinely. He might be all... having a fit next to the river. Yeah. Be in his head. He might just be diabetic or something. There are immense descriptions then of the new temple, of what the new temple is going to be like. Another VR trip. I guess so. Guide. They're very specific. It's very impressive structure. Sure. And the name of the city. This I like. Can I guess? Do you not know what the name of the city is? I've forgotten is? the name of the city. Okay. So going by the rest of the book, is it so, so if it's a temple in a city, okay. is the city called like I... Bempel? Okay. Bentley Fem- Temple. Yeah. The I don't think I don't think they meant to call it the name of the city. Okay. I think they meant to say something like what will be written on the gates of the city. Okay. Because I just don't think that the name of the city is 
the Lord is there. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, where do you live? Uh, I live on One Cherry Tree Lane in The Lord is There. Because I think that's a really cool last thing to go, and written on it will be The Lord is There. Nice. But they've ruined it by saying that that's the name of the city. The name of the city is The Lord is There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then his godmobile, the godcopter, yeah. flies back into the new temple, and that's to say... See you there, guys. Guys, we will see you there. Not you, Ezekiel. You will be dead. You will be dead by then, so that's fine. You probably don't practice safe sex, even if you do. I mean, you're probably going to just drown. Probably. But hey-ho, a couple streets down... I'm not a ho. Hey-ho. Sit down and shut up, ho. A couple of streets down from Ezekiel is another chap who arrived with the first wave of the exile. Yeah. His name is Daniel. Daniel, back at it again with the podcast, with the white podcast. What? It's a meme. It's an online meme. Is it? Yeah, from about two or three years ago. What, what's the meme? It's just people saying, damn, Daniel. Uh, it doesn't really work if you had to explain it. The kids will enjoy it. You, what's your preferred meme? What's my favourite meme? Yeah. Well, I kind of hate that stuff, obviously. Um mm. I'm sorry, like, I know in this day and age, but I'm actually quite cultured. Yeah. Um, I like the one, um, I'm kind of, do you know which one I, I find irresistible? Go on. Is the one where there's the the man and the girl, and it, but he's looking at the woman who's walking past. If, if And then they'll have one, like, the man is like, hmm. uh, Britain! And then the the girl is, uh, eel pies! <laughs> and then the man is looking, and then the woman walking past is like, Thai street food! And you go, Yes. There. That, that makes sense. That's that's gonna shake some fucking feathers. That's gonna ruffle some feathers in the in the number ten. Can you imagine that, listeners? Yeah. Can you imagine that from the way that was put across? <laughs> yeah. So it's like the man will be like, the man is. Should we, should we call the man be... man mistress and girlfriend? Should we say that? No, she's not mistress. She's, she's no, but just then people know at... who it is. Right? right. Yeah. So the man is like English nationalism. And then the woman is like the that he's with the yeah. wife yeah. is like uh, uh, the Union Jack. We sound so old. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> no, no, because then he's like he's with the Union Jack, but then the one he's looking at is like uh, violence in the street. <laughs> and so you go, oh, and you yeah, know what get, I mean. That will show up because you learn a lot. Yeah, I actually think that meme. I would say I get ninety percent of my opinions now from that one meme, and other people, other people have turned it into a meme. It's that one coupled with the anime man looking at a butterfly, saying, "Is this something?" Mm. They're politicized too much now for me. They're yeah, too, yeah, they're too tasty. Yeah, I yeah. remember. I, I like it blander than that, please. Yeah, uh, my favorite is the one. There's the man. So, so the man is like. Uh, you're you're listening to Meme Chat with <laughs> Fogey and Fogerson. This is the home of witty banter, by the way, the yep, official yeah, podcast yeah. of the Holy Bible. So the man, it's actually the man is like uh, capitalism. 
Okay. And then the woman is like... Which woman? Stop saying the woman. The woman he's with. Okay. The, the, the wife, the girlfriend, sure. is like... Um, Wait, so he's capitalism. He's capitalism. The and girlfriend she, is... The girlfriend, uh, I think they're married, wife, <laughs> is like... Uh, profit, be. profit at all costs. Okay. But then the one he's looking at is like... Workers' rights, okay. and you go fuck. I uh, wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be in the Amazon offices when that one hits. <laughs> you know what I mean? People are stupid. We I really wouldn't want to be there when that one hits. So I think there's one where it just goes like, "Stop it!" Why? I think they're really great <laughs> memes. There's one where it's like, uh, t- it's like teenagers, yeah, and then the wife, the woman, the wife he's with yeah. is she is, she is. Going to school and learning about the system. But then the one he's looking at, uh-huh. that woman, the yeah. mistress one, yeah, 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 or yeah, yeah. she's just walking by. Sure. He's like, that one's like, uh, rebellion about climate change. I'm like, whoa. Well, you know? Have you ever actually made a meme? Or is it just you? Yeah, I made one. Okay. I made one. Uh, the man. Oh, fuck me. He was, uh, he was Eton College. Sure. Right. And then she was... Daniel will be here in a moment. So she was responsible learning and education. Mm-hmm. But the one he was looking at was Britain for the British. It didn't work. People didn't really get it. I okay. didn't get it. Okay. I just really wanted to jump on the bandwagon. Okay. But you must have seen ones like that, you know? Damn, Daniel. Back at it again with the podcast. Maybe one go. Maybe one where, like... Fuck. You, maybe the man is... I'm just going to keep going. The man is Sean and Elliot read the Bible. Oh, and then the woman he's with is doing in- proper work. Interesting Bible chat. But then he's looking at Sean talking about memes. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. That's probably it. Okay. Could someone make that for us, please? Make that meme for us, please. And we'll put it on a t-shirt and sell it at the live show. We'll sell it at the live show and I'll sign it. The we- creator of the greatest meme. <laughs> yeah. How far away do you think we are as a society, I should say, mm-hmm. from a TV show being top 50 memes? If that doesn't already exist... At the former home of Witty Banter, I'll eat my no. cowboy hat. Yeah? Yeah. He's got it. Right, let's talk Daniel. Damn Daniel. So what it is is like, uh, what it is is uh, Sean and Elliot are the man. Uh, yeah. The woman he's with is Ezekiel, mm-hmm. but the woman walking by is... Daniel. Because we're finally Daniel. at Daniel. Daniel. Yes. So Daniel is a descendant of David. So is he the messianic king? Is he the main character we've been promised all this time? Who's going to save everyone? You're no. looking for an answer. All no, right. The answer's no. All the answer's right. no. But he is a pretty cool dude. I would like it if he was the messianic king. Because I like the cut of his jib. He stands up for himself. You could learn a lot from this kid. He does. He does. But he also kind of is a bit passive. Like, things keep happening to him, and the way he gets out of it is God exists. Yeah, he's also a bit of a smug prick. He is a smug prick. Frankly, I, I view him... You hate the cut of his jib. I... You're the man. <laughs> the man is Sean, the wife is Daniel, and the girlfriend and the mistress is the cut of a jib. The cut of a jib. <laughs> right? Something like that. So I'm looking at the cut of a jib yep. over the... 
That's the last time we're going to talk about memes in this episode. Of course it is. If a new running gag for Series 3 is describing visually memes, I would say I that I, I would say that I'm a dog sitting at a table in a house that's on fire, mm-hmm. but I'm saying this is fine. This is fine. But you're really saying this is podcast. This is podcast is fine. Okay. Make that one as well, everyone. Please make this podcast is fine. <clears throat> oh. Hi. So, Daniel... And his three... We've been recording for 14 hours. Daniel and his three friends are caught up in that first wave of people brought to Babylon out of Jerusalem. That group that Ezekiel and I think maybe a couple of other characters we've met have been a part of. That's right. The king is called Judah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no. The king, the king of Judah, sorry. The king of Judah. Do we learn his name? Because he comes up again, doesn't he? Uh, well, it's Jehoiachim. Okay. Let's call him the king of Judah. But then the king of Babylon... It's called Nebuchadnezzar. Nedzar. Is it Jeb- Nebuchadnezzar? Nebuchadnezzar. That'll come up in a moment. We'll talk about that. That will come up in a moment. Uh, so, Dave, uh, sorry, Daniel is with his three friends, mm-hmm. and they are told... What? Nothing. What are you smiling about? <laughs> Just having fun in the podcast. Is that allowed? Yeah, okay. They are brought to Babylon mm. and are told that they must... Uh, start worshipping the gods of Babylon, the fake lord. Yeah. Basically. In the eyes of this book, by the way. Yeah. So it's saying, saying, stop being Jewish. Yeah. Eat our food, celebrate at their parties, worship our gods. And Daniel and his three friends say, no. No. So basically, the man is Daniel and his friends. And then the wife... And then the king of Judah... The wife is Babylonian religion, but they're looking at... I'll cut you. Judaish. I'll cut your jib. I'll cut your fucking jib. Do you understand me? Look I'm me, just look to... me in we, the cowboy need... eye. Look we at my cowboy young, eyes. We need to get a younger crowd, and this is how we do it with memes. I cut jibs. Cut jibs. Okay? I herd the cows, and I milk the sheep, and I cut jibs. All right. Um, so they were all given new names. They're three, they're th- the three friends are all basically one body, so we're just going to... Call them the three friends. Yeah, yeah. It's too, too much work. Yeah. Um, so then they are basically like cast aside and said, that, well, if you're not going to follow our rules, if you want to still be Jewish, then fuck you. Dudes. That's what they're told. Yeah. They're told. Um, the, basically, they're assigned. <clears throat> do you want me to fucking do this? This meme chat has really got you riled up. I'm so angry. Hey, wait, I told you to stop. Oh, no, I didn't. I thought I stood up for myself. It just occurred to me that I've got recorded evidence that I didn't. You did say stop a lot. I just didn't listen. <laughs> Shit. I okay. just didn't. I didn't Doesn't listen. Work. Never you were laughing a lot, so I didn't stop. No, was I? Yeah, you were. Okay. You love you love my meme chat. So you could say I'm your the man is Elliot. I'm. I'll cut this out. The man is Elliot. I'm going to cut you out mid word so people know I cut it out. All right. The man is Elliot. okay. So there we go. Daniel and his friends are brought. Mm-hmm. And they're told, eat our food. Eat our food. Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the raw food and wine. He asked for the chief official for permission to not defile himself this way. Because what they're all told is, you have to eat our f- crap food and drink all our wine. Whereas Daniel says, how about this then? Test your servants for 10 days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with the appearance of your servants in according to what you want them to have. So they do that. They agree to have this test. Yep. Daniel and his friends who only eat vegetables and water are in amazing condition after a few days. 
The servants are in terrible condition because all they do is drink wine. Doesn't really prove anything, though, does it? Well, no. I mean, it's... Not about like faith and stuff. This is just a diet thing. Well, I, d- I think this is what I'm talking about. I think Daniel was like the original. Who's that guy? The 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 the, the prick who makes everyone eat good food. Mr. Fitness. What's he called? Mr. Fitness. Is it the guy ch- from the nineties? No, Mr. Motivator. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not him. Okay. <laughs> but Joe something like the guy the Pasquale. No, the guy, the young man. This is why I did that meme chat. We don't know anything. <laughs> The young man who tells people how to eat. Joe something. Joe... Supernanny. Joe Fagan. Joe Fagan. It's not Joe Fagan. Oh, Joe Rogan. Not Joe Rogan. The man who looks like Joe... Oh, he's fit. Yeah, he's, he's fit. He's fit. That's the point. He Joe a... Wicks. Yeah, Joe Wicks. Yeah, I've Googled Joe Wicks. He yeah. was like, Joe Wicks... Well, I, that's not what I asked you. <laughs> the question was, have you Googled this guy? I'm the man. The mistress is Joe Wicks. I ain't got no wife. So Joe Wicks <laughs> is free to join. Yeah, carry on. Uh, the king is so impressed with them yep. and their physical fitness that he then promotes Daniel. He brings Daniel. them into the fold. He goes, you're in the club, lads. Yeah. I know you don't agree with... You're not kind of on board with our god thing, mm-hmm. but get in here, you fit fuck. It's basically just the long and the short of it. Sure. Probably, there's probably a lot of fucking going on between the king and Daniel. Probably. They, they seem to be very close. And, yeah, definitely. Because Daniel then discusses the king's dream. At great length, more than once. Probably in the middle of the night while they're together. You know? (gasps) King of Judah, what's wrong? He's like, I've just had that dream again. And he goes, don't worry, baby, you're just here with me. Don't worry, sweet bum. Have some of this cabbage pumpkin. Mm, Yeah, yeah, have some of this cabbage pumpkin. (laughs) Um, So the dream is where Daniel is a prophet. Mm -hmm. The dream is basically going to describe... The collapse of a kingdom. What a shocker. Mm-hmm. And the king goes, okay. And then decides to try and kill Daniel's friends. Yeah. For some reason, Daniel's three friends. Mm-hmm. Daniel's three friends are thrown into a pit of fire because they're still like not living the way that Babylonians live. Yeah. I think it's like Daniel has proved himself useful enough mm. that it's irrelevant that he is in love with another god. For now. For now. But uh, the three friends are then thrown into the pit of fire. And they're tied up by the strongest men in the kingdom. Yep. And uh, the king says, I want that fire pit to be seven times more fiery than before. I don't really know how you could do that. And then the scientist nearby goes like, yep, yeah, that's that's what it is. That's sure, what it is, sure, that's sure. What it is king. That's we did what it. It's it the hottest. Ooh, 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 hottest fire ever. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the three friends... Don't burn to death. The three friends are absolutely fine. They're absolutely fine. They walk out. God saves them. They just walk out the other side of the pit. Yeah. And then, what, the king is like? The king is... Are you crying? (laughs) You're that moved by God's love. Then the king is like, oh, so your God must be real. Yeah, that's... You have a real God. It's it's a weird moment where the king actually just goes, oh, I've changed my mind. Your God's real. There's a few bits like that in this book. In this book. Yeah. There's a few bits because usually we're like, we will never believe in your God. But all of these are like, oh, this is evidence that God is real. Yeah, it's like, oh, you like, must be right. And then. he just goes with it. Yeah. I quite like this king. Everything seems kind of fine. Yeah, He's yeah. kind of a nice guy. Totally. Um, Daniel then interprets a series of other dreams. Yeah. You know... How boring it is to hear people talk about their dreams. Fuck yes. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine how much more boring it is to to listen to a podcast with two people talking about fictional people discussing their dreams. We don't know they're fictional. We're going to try and make this more interesting. 
Okay, mm-hmm. listeners, we're going to try and make all this more interesting. We're by which I mean, it. we're going to make it much shorter. <laughs> yes, we are, yes. That's what I mean. You could say... Don't know that, if you've that, noticed, this is the third section, often the last one. The man is people discussing dreams. The wife is Ugh. the book of Daniel. Yes. And then the man is looking at the woman walking by, and that, and on her it says... Uh, Sean Elliott, read the Bible, yeah, c- yeah, keeping yeah, it yeah, brief. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bringing it to Nebuchadnezzar yeah. and his son... Belshazzar. Can you say that one more time, please? Belshazzar. And again? Belshazzar. Okay. Belshazzar. Yeah. Nebuchadnezzar and Belshazzar. Yeah. Nebuchadnezzar e Belshazzar. Okay, you're not... Nebuchadnezzar und Belshazzar. You're not doing your warm-ups here for your improv. Nebuchadnezzar und Belshazzar. (laughs) I heard pet shop. I heard pet shop. Nebuchadnezzar Belshazzar. Do you have loads of those techniques from your days on the improv scene? What? What? Speech. Like those, yeah, those those uh, warm-up, vocal warm-ups. I always just make them up. Yeah, yeah. Angela Lansbury. <laughs> Angela Lansbury kicked Eddie Murphy in the cock. Give, cock. give me the condom, Mr. Bond. You are not allowed to use it. Slip it. Slip it. In my drink and kiss my eyes, Angela Lansbury. Angela. My inner sphincter has discomfort. Which brings us to Nebuchadnezzar and Belshazzar and Sean's painful sphincter. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar is the father of Belshazzar. Mm. They're both proud noblemen. Mm. Who don't worship or her. or her, and they don't worship God. They, no, they praise or our God themselves and the and the land and the yeah, and yeah. shit that isn't real, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. though it might be, this is the this is the problem we sometimes have is that basically what it's saying is people of other religions are wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's believe all... in what you want, but not anything. Yeah, that 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 is one thing I am surprised at with the Bible is they're very very open tolerant. about the fact that there are other religions. It's a bit like if you were reading Harry Potter and at one point Ron Weasley went, Lord of the Rings is really shit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a bit like that. That's exactly that. Yeah. Um, and basically, they're both offered the choice or the or the ability to start praising God mm. and to stop thinking themselves being the most important people in the world. Yeah. And the son refuses and is killed. He's assassinated. Yeah. The father, Nebuchadnezzar, isn't that bothered? Yeah, he's like, yeah. Does stop worshiping God, yeah. and he's fine. Yeah, and this, and is... that's the whole story. But that's it's told again. It's through dreams, isn't it? There are two dreams. Yeah, it's like and nonsense. Daniel has to has, has to, to interpret do it. what that. One means. of them is Nebuchadnezzar becomes a tree. Yeah, and then um, what does the sun become? Uh, is it a wall? Probably I, I've got it in my head that it's a dildo. That can't be right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the key thing is that uh, the the dad believes the sun doesn't. The son dies. The son dad dies. Lives. The dad lives. So the dad's like, God is real. And then the king turns against Daniel yeah. and his God again. For some reason, what brings that on? It's, I mean... Seemingly nothing. I assume he doesn't like the interpretation of one of the dreams. Right? I, th- I, I mean, I think because they've cut out the fact that Daniel was clearly fucking the king, they've probably also cut out the, the Dan- reasons that they would break up. Yeah, so yeah. they've had a breakup. Yeah. It's not another Moses and Aaron love story. It's... It's tainted. Yeah, it's a tainted love. Daniel <laughs> is then brought to the most famous bit of the Daniel story. Yes. 
Daniel, much like his friends, is thrown into a pit of danger. But yes. this pit's not full of hot, hot fire. It's full of hot, hot lions. Lions. It, they're, they're seven times more lion than the lions what came before. Yeah. Which make I believe them more lion-y. Yeah. Give them longer manes. Thicker penises. <laughs> so here we are. Daniel's in the lion pit. And... You could say the, the king is the man. And the hell. wife is. No, I'm just trying to explain it to the under, to the tweens. I don't the want the is, tweens listening. The I, told, the I just ma- talked about my dick. I don't want them listening. The king is the is the man. The woman that, as in the with him, is. Gotta uh, keep this quick. Gotta keep this quicker than I'm this. I'm keeping it fast. The woman with him, uh, the wife or the girlfriend. Why do you keep doing is, that? What do you mean? You keep going. The woman with him, the wife, the girl. Just say one of those things. Okay. So the man is the king. Uh, and the woman or the wife with him or girlfriend. God, I'm so or sorry. Or cousin. Everyone. Maybe it's maybe it's his cousin. We don't know. Sorry, everyone. Uh, We've been away for a while. Throwing into a pit of lions. We've only just got Wi-Fi. And then looking, but the woman walking past it, the man is looking at is mm-hmm. seven times more lions, please. So old. Okay, right. So then Daniel is surrounded by lions. Yeah. They're going to eat him, sure. The lions are going to annihilate him and rip him to shreds. Yeah, Aren't he's they? filled to the brim with vegetables. They, lions uh, love veggies. Lions love veggies. Yeah. They circle him, they open their jaws, they bring up their claws, and then they stop, and they're peaceful and sound, yeah. and they're mm. absolutely fine. Mm. They're subdued. Daniel mm. strokes them and hugs them and says, yeah, good boy, because God was there. <laughs> God was there <laughs> to does. protect him. He does that. He does. He, does. he, yeah. just, he just subdues the lions and then walks out the other side, huh. and the king again is just like, no. Oh, Okay, well, then, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's it. That's pretty much it, because the bit after that is basically Daniel has one more vision of beasts, and they're basically goats and sheep. There's a goat and a ram. There's a goat and a ram, and the goat has a giant horn on its head. He has, like, ten horns. Yeah, which is meant to symbolise the fact that he is the personification of evil. He's, like, evil. I didn't get that. That's what it's meant to be. I've I thought it was a personification of, of every of being horny. Every man is fucking. <laughs> could be that as well. Every, Which, ev- every but, king that he has slain with his heart. But a man that doth lay with man is evil. Yes. Also lay with evil. Yeah. Uh, and the goat with the big horn shows evil will be slain, and the goat is basically Gog again. It's just that story again. God will find the goat, destroy the goat. Yeah. And then after that. Everyone will live happily ever after. It's probably less of an ask to ask God to destroy a goat than Gog. Pretty much, because go- a goat's a goat. We've all killed goats. Yeah. I do it regularly when the goats are trying to get to my cows. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah. I bet you do. On the range. Fuck goats, is what I uh, say and don't <laughs> do. And that brings us to the end of the book of Daniel. Fuck goats is what I say and don't do. That yes. will be available on a pencil case at the live show. Exactly. That Remember will. that, please. So what I would say then, that's the end of this episode. Two mm-hmm. good books. Great books. It's getting back to being good I again. I just, the, we really, I have to say, the last series, it was a bit of a drag because the Bible gets fucking shit and tedious. Right, right towards the end there. And so uh, thank you for joining us on this bit because we think we're now, we, we're over the hump. Mm-hmm. We're back. All we're, right, we're, we're flying. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt season one was mm-hmm. great. Season two was weak, but we're on season three. Exactly. We're going to blast on through all the way to the New Testament, and all we have to do now is make some kind of minor profit. Oh. See you for the next one. Oh. For the minor profits episode. Oh, um, 
just a quick reminder, we are doing a live show. And just Have so, you not remembered that? Just so you know. We won't mention it this much in every episode. It's just, just because it's the first one back. Just so you know, you are the man. Oh listeners of the man. Oh, my God. No, no, here we go. Listeners of the man. I'm going to leave. The wife or the cousin or the girlfriend, the other girl next to him with him holding hands. Thanks for listening, everyone. Is, just, no, let me just finish it and then we'll go. Is um, spending time with family or friends, having Sunday roast, yeah, being yeah. fun, having fun. Mm-hmm. But the woman walking past the man he's looking at is... Going to see Sean and Elliot live. Read the Bible, November 3rd. Sean and Elliot Read the Bible was brought to you by Sean McLaughlin and Elliot J. Fallows. The music was by Miss Petricor. The artwork was by Ryan Weekman. And the whole thing is funded by Bible Corp. Bible Corp is not responsible for the recent forest fires that have destroyed the Midlands. You might have heard that on the news. The Midlands have been destroyed, but Bible Corp was nowhere near it. Yeah. There's no evidence currently that they are responsible. Yeah, yeah. Bible Corp, great uh, people. Yeah, Bible Corp is the man, uh-huh. and then the woman is the uh, Midland fires. Okay. And then the woman walking past, though, the other woman is... I'm going to press the stop We're not going to do that. We're not going to burn it. Okay.